Elisa Healy, the unmistakable voice, uh, and it's fantastic that she can join us to talk on so many matters. Uh, and Elisa, always great to have a, a chat to you. I think, as as you can hear, I'm at the party hole at the 17th. I know you love your golf. <laughs> and the, the way to sort of ask whether or not you're ready to go to India is say, first and foremost, are you fit to play the Pro-Am at the Australian next week? Great to have a chat to you. Oh, hey, Quentin, thanks for having me. Um, look, I'm very jealous that you're standing there at the party hole. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, I won't be playing in the Pro-Am next week, unfortunately. I've given Mitch my spot, but I've said I'll carry his bag for him. I just want to be a part of it. So um, my turn to caddy this year. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you over the years, uh, you and Mitch, enjoying that part of uh, the, the rare time you get together. So um, that leads us to no golf, but what about cricket? How's India looking? Um, yeah, look, it's all looking really positive. Um, all the, the progression, my rehab and everything's going really, really well. So uh, looking forward to heading off on the plane on the 13th and just getting myself right for that test match on the 21st of December. So, look, it's all looking really positive and um, I'm staying that way. And, look, I'll be, I'll be running out there whether they stop me or, um, or they let me or not. I'll be out there. I doubt that this is a pain issue because you've managed pain so much. So can you just explain whether it's the, the grip of the bat, with the uh, dexterity of your fingers? So what are you sort of looking at now to, to, to get your hands right? Um, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, I think at the moment, I think most importantly, the wounds have all healed um, really, really well. Um, I've obviously had quite a lot of stitches in my index finger, so I'm just sort of managing um, that at the moment and just trying to get the movement back into it. And, um, yeah, obviously gripping the cricket bat might be uh, a little bit challenging to start, but um, hopefully start doing that again next week and then just keep it moving after that and just get comfortable with, with where it's at. And I think pain-wise, it'll be, like you said, it'll be completely fine. It's just more function-dependent and if I can... Um, do what I need to do, but I've been reassured by all the people in the know that I'll, I'll be good to go. So hopefully it just keeps going that way. And Elisa, we know that uh, you'd love to captain the team to India and uh, and beyond, but uh, can you tell us where the process is at and when we will find out and, and whether or not you have to sit down with selectors and the board to get all that ratified? Um, I think you might know when I know, so um, <laughs> it is, uh, it's definitely a, a little process and yeah, there's obviously some um, some workings in that, uh, probably some interviews and, and whatnot, I think. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm excited to go through all that process. I think it's a great process for anybody who, whether they're, you know, aspiring to be a captain or, or not, I think it's a great process for people to go to, to learn how it all how it all works and um, you know, and, and speak to powers that be about what, what they see the future of this team looking like and, and where they want to take it. So I think it's important for where the group is currently to to have um, a few different voices in that regard and, and hopefully the, that, that is the process. And, um, yeah, we can we can move on and no doubt they'll name that captain before we go to India. And uh, if it's me or if it's not me, it doesn't really change uh, my intent to go in there and, and play some good hard cricket. Elisa Healy's with us, and I know you'll take this in good grace, Elisa. This is the, the obvious question is, I mean, boy, you've got a full plate anyway, uh, keeping, uh, opening the batting in, in shorter forms as well, as well as trying to run the team. Yet you're able to do that in England, and 
the, the question is, well, was it just England getting closer to Australia, matter of cricket, or was, was the captain just too busy? And that was one of the reasons why that Ashes series was, was closer than many expected. So well, what did you take out of that trip to England and your experiences there that when they asked the question, well, are you up for it? Is it the right thing for the team? How do you respond? Um, yeah, look, I don't, I've done a lot of reflecting on, on how I, I approached it and probably how I managed it. I mean, at the end of the day, I got told that I was going to be skipping an Ashes series a week before we left. So there wasn't a lot of time for preparation or, or anything like that. We were kind of just um, sort of seeing how we, we, we go when we got over there. And I think um, the cricket was probably more a reflection on um, how we prepared. I think, you know, we prepared a lot for that test match. We'd never played with the Duke's ball before and, and we put a lot of work into that and we obviously got the result that we wanted in that format um, and just probably assumed that the white ball would be fine because we're really good at it. But England came out with nothing to lose and, and probably showed us, um, you know, a couple of things that we were lacking in a few different areas and, and probably just showed us up in that regard. So, look, we, we reflected on that and there were so, much, so many positive things that we got out of that experience that the group wants to improve on and I think that's you know a real blessing out of retaining the trophy but probably not playing as well as what we would like so yeah it's, it was all positive and I don't think it reflected too much on um, on a workload for me I think it was just more uh, my reflections is just managing myself and probably just being, being afforded a little bit more time to prepare and um, and focus on you know the areas that we want to get right so hopefully all going to plan we can we can get that right for India. And I think a part of the question of are you the right candidate in a sense is how long will you keep playing cricket for or hope to keep playing cricket for Australia? So has this captaincy question given you probably an accelerated thought or, or made you think deep, more deeply about just uh, how much more international cricket you'd like to play? Yeah, well, I think um, what it did do, Meg's retirement sort of maybe just gave me a little bit more clarity as to, OK, well, if if the captaincy is something that they're looking for me to do or if it's something that I want to do. I think it gave me a little bit more clarity as to you know, what my future does look like and how long I do want to play for and, and where I see that I can fit in to this team for um, you know, for however long that might be. I'm not telling you how long that's going to be. That's for me to decide. <laughs> but, um, but I think, yeah, it sort of enabled me that probably for the first time. I've been a bit wishy-washy about how long I want to play for and, um, this probably enabled me to go, OK, this is where I want to get to and this is um, if there is the opportunity for me to lead the team, this is where I'd like to lead them to and, and set it up for the next 10 years for, you know, the likes of Phoebe Litchfield and Annabelle Sutherland to take and run with. So without you telling me, I'm going to assume that you've, you've ruled out short term and you're looking at medium to longer term. Is that, is that we'll have to enough? wait and see. <laughs> we'll have to wait. Yeah. Elisa <laughs> uh, Healy is with us now. Uh, have you have you spoken to Meg? Now we respect her privacy with what she's been going through a bit. She stepped away from the game again, and I think uh, as much as she's got to deal with that, so I think the cricket community just wants to know that she's okay again because it's been a really tough time for her. Yeah, it has, and I think um, Meg probably appreciates the, the privacy and, and also the ability to, to deal with things that um, that she's going to that she's going through like away from the public eye which I think is great but um, like I've been saying I think Meg's a, Meg's a friend first and a teammate second and for me uh, we've just all been making sure that she's okay and for me it was sort of 
a little bit of a relief that she she made a decision and, and made the decision to step away and, and find some time for herself and, and find something else for, for herself. And, um, you know, I have spoken to her. She, she's going as well as what she can be. It's obviously a really big change in her life um, over the last couple of weeks after making that decision and probably just a lot of emotions to process and um, we're just affording her the time and the space to, to deal with those and, um, yeah, and just support her the best that we possibly can. Yeah, our, our best wishes are certainly with her. Now, um, boy, there's heaps to talk about. Uh, we're getting a bit raucous here. Uh, I've been <laughs> asked if I... If, do you want... I'm going to defer this to you, Elisa. I've been asked if I could have a request for the DJs here. I, I don't really want to take that, but Elisa, if you've got a request by the end of the interview, <laughs> pass it on to me and I will give you my request for the party hall at the 17th, OK? Righto. Well, I'll tell you what, my karaoke song is Summer of 69 by Brian Adams, so surely that has, okay. has played already. But if not, we'll put that one in there. No, it hasn't. So I'm writing that down. Once we get to the All end right. of the chat, I'll pass it on to... Because I'm sharing the DJ's <laughs> b booth here. Um, OK. Tomorrow at the SCG. I mean, the Magenta can't make it. Thunder still can. Um, this stadium series, uh, great that the, the WBBL gets back to the big venues. Uh, is it the right thing that we're doing it at the end rather than at the start of the, the, the competition? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I think yes, the proof will be in the pudding after um, this weekend. But yeah, like, for us, it's it's exciting to be back playing at the big the big grounds. I think we've done a really good job at creating a real sort of vibe around the WBBL at these family-friendly grounds that people can get to, highly accessible. But it was worth a shot to go. You know what? Like, what what does the WBBL look like back at the SCG and give these young boys and girls the opportunity to, to see, you know, these players on the big grounds and sort of aspire to, to play at the SCGs and the MCGs. So, um, so I think it's really exciting for our group. We'll, we'll have to wait and see um, how successful it is. There's obviously a bit of rain around Sydney um, over the weekend, but hopefully that holds off and it doesn't deter people from, from coming and watching, you know, the Sixers play the Thunder, which hasn't been seen at the, at the SCG for a little while. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Stars Renegades at the G tonight and then the doubleheader at the SCG tomorrow. Uh, so where did you watch the World Cup final, the Men's World Cup final, Elisa? Um, I set up a really epic bed-type situation on the couch at home and stayed up and, and watched it right through till 4am. So it was... Um, it was pretty cool. I thought I had thoughts of going to the pub, but I didn't think I'd last that long. So I just set myself up on the couch with the dogs and... Um, we watched it right through and, um, yeah, like the reflections on that is just a sense, overwhelming sense of pride that those the boys could could get it done on the biggest stage, you know, with, with everything against them. I thought it was an amazing World Cup and they did really well to bring that trophy home. How's the big guy? <laughs> he's good. He's, um, he's straight back into chores at the house, in the house, so he's brought straight back down to earth. I think the last... Um, 2015 World Cup they won. He might have been on the pitch for five days, but he was on the pitch for two and back home doing the chores. So uh, it's good for me. <laughs> yeah, fantastic that um, you could experience that. I know that he was, he's been with you in the stands for most of your, well, recent World Cup tries, but was it the, the hand issue, among other things, why you couldn't get to India? Yeah, it was um, a little bit of a touch and go situation of making sure the wound was healed and, and not missing a couple of days of, of hand therapy, basically, because the turnaround is so tight to India. So, 
Yeah, a little bit disappointed that I couldn't head over there um, to support, but fortunately we've, we've still got a little bit of cricket left in us and hopefully we can um, see that in support in the final next time. OK, um, Elisa, that uh, series, by the way, in, uh, in India, for those that aren't aware, it starts with a test match in Mumbai. Only a four-day of this one, uh, the test match in, uh, in Mumbai, then you're sick? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 21st to the 24th, if um, what I was reading was, was correct, and then the, the three white ball games in the 50-over format and in, in the 20-over format. So uh, let, let's assume all's well. Uh, how big is that? challenge whether you're captain or not just as a as a team to try and win over there huge i think um they showed we showed last year last december actually we were over there at a similar time that you know the the t20 cricket that the indians are playing at the moment is is world class and they're getting a lot of a lot of fans to the game and getting a lot more uh investment in in their sport over there which is you know hugely exciting for the world game but yeah, I think a multi-format series against them has um, has never been never been easy. But we're looking forward to a Test match at Wonketty. I think that's a um, you know will be an unbelievable experience and the first experience for our whole group. So um, yeah, huge challenge, but one that the group I think is really excited for. Okay, Elisa, um, thanks so much for having a chat. Now, if you can wait until the end of this cover of the um, the Don Henley song. We've got some really good guys who have helped us out. Um, I'll, give the, I'll give the leaderboard while they're just pumping out this bit. So Min Wu at uh, 14 under, then Lucas Herbert 11 under, Scotty 11 under. What's your handicap, by the way, these days, Elisa? Um, sitting around four. It's like between four and five at the moment. Excellent. And what does Mitch play off? Mm, he's about seven or eight. So, okay. got to give him a yeah. couple of shots. <laughs> okay. Righto, boys. I'm looking at our DJ boys. We're getting close, are we? Elisa Healy's waiting for her. Uh, we got to, we, can, can we do a crossfade into the next song? The boys. Yeah, here we go. Ben's, Ben's getting on the mixer, especially for Elisa Healy here at the party <laughs> hole. Here it is. Oh, it's fun when these things work. Oh, crowd favourite. <laughs> you going to burst out? Oh, I probably won't uh, in front of a, an audience, <laughs> but um, I'll leave that to the crowd that have been had a few yeah. years in them, I'm no doubt. There you go. You're a good spot. Always great to catch up with you, Elisa. Um, all the best with uh, your aspirations to lead this team to India uh, and the aspirations to get there as well. Uh, we hope that the hand heals and uh, that you can... Be, uh, be ready to go to India in whatever context. Great to catch up with you. Amazing. Thanks for the chat.